What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood Podcast. Guys, I'm not even going to lie. We have a great episode coming your way. I'm looking forward to share this amazing message with all of you tonight that I believe will greatly encourage you right where you are. You know, last time on the podcast, we were reminded that God remembers us. Don't be a stranger. God remembers you. He really does. And there's never a wrong time to connect with God and have fellowship with him. Because really, he wants us to abide in him always. Let us take the time, okay, in 2019 to nurture our relationship with God, um, to grow deeper in our relationship with God, with Jesus this year. You know, let us try to make 2019 be all about Jesus, because honestly, we could never go wrong when we do. So tonight's episode, Confident in the Unknown. You know, I know I say every episode, but I am excited. But it's always an honor to be here to encourage you guys in your season of singlehood. Um, before we dive in, though, I want to give you 10 seconds to go ahead and invite your, your homies, your girlfriends, invite your whole crew, your family members to listen into, because I truly believe that they will indeed be blessed by this podcast episode as well. Y'all, we have entered a new month, okay? We have entered a new month, a new season the month of March, and we can say for the most part that spring has arrived. Now, if you live in South Florida like me, you know it feels like spring and summer all year long. No, seriously, it's like we only had winter for one week. So for those of you guys who, you know, are scholars, you always want to know the exact information. Um, if you want to know the exact 401 concerning spring of this year, based on our Gregorian calendar, spring this year will begin Wednesday, March 20, 20th, and end on June 21st, okay? And so that's pretty much a total of 93 days. So therefore, a season is about 90 days, three months. Um, the reason why I wanted to start with that and is, is, is really to get you aware of what a season is and how long a season is and the significance of a season and entering a new month. And walking into a season often feels to us as though we're walking into the unknown, right? You know, even when we have plans in place, activities to look forward to that we already plan in advance to participate in, predicting the outcome is still zero to slim. We're not able to foretell everything, you know, that's going to happen in a given season. For example, you don't know how you're going to feel when March 22nd come. You don't know how you're going to react when April 15th come. You don't know how you're going to um, react when May 20, 26th or 27th comes. You don't know how you're going to feel, whether you will be happy, excited, surprised when June 21st come. These are the things that are left unknown to us. And that's why instead, you know, of being worrisome or instead of, you know, frightened or, or, or um, you know, being you know, anxious, all we honestly could do is pray and hope to get the best outcomes by, again, putting our trust and hope in Jesus. Okay, so from the month of March, right, to the month of June, there are things that will happen in your life you perhaps did not expect to happen, including myself. There are things you perhaps maybe did expect to happen, but they ended up, you know, being way better than you expected all along. But still then, we are not given an exact date to when certain blessings will enter our lives, right? When we, when we 
step into a new month or when we step into a new season, you know, we do not, we're not given the exact days um, in regards to when certain doors will slam right open for us to enter in, right? And also it comes to certain prayers that we pray and ask of the Lord, you know, to answer on our behalf. We don't know, you know, there's, I'm not going to say that God would not do it if we ask, but the majority of the times we're not, we're not sure, you know, what, what prayer will be answered, what date. For example, I don't just wake up one morning and say, okay, um, March 18th, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be a millionaire. Okay. Um, if that was a prayer that I've been praying for, you know, certain things are just not predictable. Certain things are left unknown. But one thing is for sure, I can tell you, is that when we do have prayers that are answered, when we do have doors of opportunities that the Lord um, allows to open for us to enter into, guess what? We're going to be so happy and blessed and grateful. We're going to be like, wow, God really was listening to me all along. God really does hear me when I talk to him. God really, really does answer prayers. You know, God really do care for me, you know. When we think of the unknown, oftentimes it causes us to have anxiety and fear. But the unknown, if you think of it this way, should not cause us to fear or doubt when Jesus is the one that's walking along with us. You know, in John 8, verse 12, Jesus says this, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world, guys. Whatever season you walk into, Jesus is walking with you into that season. Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life. He is in control of all things. He will light your path so that you may see where you are going. You know, he will give you a vision concerning this season. He will give you direction. He will give you discernment as you walk into the unknown. As you follow Jesus, you will never walk in confusion. As you follow Jesus, you will never walk in fear, but in confidence. You know, you guys get <laughs> you guys get where I'm coming from. Confidence in the unknown. As you follow Jesus, you will never walk in poverty. As you follow Jesus, you will never walk in lack. Fear and unanswered questions about the unknown will not have power over you. Doubt will not have power over you. Anxiety will not have power over you. Depression will not have power over you. Laziness will not have power over you. The world won't have power over you. Sin won't have power over you. The devil won't have power over you. Sickness will not have power over you. Your flesh won't have power over you. Because as we walk with Jesus into the unknown, he will make things clear to you and I. And he will keep us in the right direction. He is our confidence. Confidence is then activated when we trust and follow God every step of the way. Not our feelings, all right? Please do not, <laughs> do not um, follow your feelings, okay? You can follow the discernment that the Lord does give to you concerning a situation, but don't go ahead and bluntly follow your feelings because feelings are indirect, but God is direct. Feelings are indirect, but God is direct. You don't serve a sometime he's right God, okay? You serve an all in all God, a God who is right every time, every single time. 
I have to tell you, when I sat myself down to prepare for this episode, I wanted for it to be an amazing episode, an episode that would shake us to the core, an episode that was that would really empower us as we step into the month of March, okay? Today is March 1st, 2019. We are um, in the third month of the year. Can you imagine that? We are in the third month of the year. That is amazing and incredible. And I know if you're like myself, there are certain goals, there are certain um, tasks, you know, that you have already set in place for you to really, to really conquer, for you to really achieve. And I know that sometimes, you know, we get discouraged. There will be times we just end up being discouraged. And we could even get a little irritated. When we do not know what comes next, all right? So as I sat down, I was thinking about Bible figures, you know, like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, you know, to really use a talk concerning confidence in the unknown and just lean towards their God encounters and the wisdom that God has given us through their stories to encourage us um, tonight on this podcast episode, right? But... Before I do any podcast episode, I always like to ask the Lord to guide me and lead me in in regards to what to discuss on the episode. And there are times I have to really quiet my spirit. I have to really, um, you know, shut off everything so that I can really um, concentrate and hear the voice of the Lord. And it's always like Jesus. It's always like his Holy Spirit to give you a topic or to give you a word to discuss that you least expect it in a time that you least expected. And when I sat, he gave me the story of Gideon. And Gideon is the biblical figure that I'm going to go ahead and use his story to really dive into this topic, confidence in the unknown with you guys. To walk into this season of, uh, uh, of this, um, the season of the unknown, like a warrior. I believe God wants us to walk into this new season like a warrior, not just like a warrior, but as a warrior, because in Christ, the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. So tonight, I won't be able to read in length the passage of his story, but I greatly um, encourage all of you guys who are listening to me now um, during your free time to take the time to really just dive in, dive in and meditate on the story of Gideon and um, study it in depth on your own. But today, you know, tonight, however, I will be focusing on certain key verses that are going to come from um, Judges chapter 6 to Judges chapter 7 and Judges chapter 8. Um, right now, what I'm going to go ahead and do is look through with you guys Judges chapter 6. And Judges chapter 6 is in fact the chapter that we are introduced to the story of Gideon. What I'll be doing, I won't be reading um, the beginning of the chapter. I will start from Judges um, verses 11 to 17. Then we'll pause and I'll go ahead and discuss with you guys what the Lord has placed in my heart concerning this passage and how we can look at it with the lens of um, walking you know, in confidence. Um, when it comes to the unknown okay if you guys want you guys could follow along with me um, from your bible or from the bible app or you could just pay attention along with me and I, like i said you can go ahead and um read this passage again during your free time so judges chapter 6 verse 11 to 17 says the angel of the lord came and sat down under the oak 
and Ophrah that belonged to Joash the Abizrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of the Midian. Verse 14, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. Verse 16, the Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Verse 17, Gideon replied, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering set before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. That was verse 18. All right. So cool. Let's go ahead and um, discuss what we just read. Wow. Okay. Whew. I want you guys to pay close attention to verse 12, okay, where it says, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Now, let's go ahead and just go, go down some, okay? Go down some to verse 15. And verse 15, this is Gideon speaking. And he says, pardon me, my Lord. Um, it says, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. That is mind-blowing to me, because when the angel of the Lord spoke to him in verse 12, he acknowledged Gideon as being a mighty warrior. All right, so what I want to tell you guys tonight, in the eyes of the Lord, you are not weak. In the eyes of the Lord, you are a mighty warrior. You are destined by God to do great things. And there are certain things that you do not think you have the ability or the capacity to uh, um, to carry out. But with God, if God is saying that he is with you, just like God said to Gideon that he is with Gideon, God indeed is with you as well. God is with you when you're about to step into the unknown. If you have Jesus Christ, as I mentioned before, who is walking alongside us, of you. The unknown is not a scary sight. The unknown is not something to fear. The unknown is not something that is horrible. God, he has you uh, he has you right where you need to be, but there are times where God wants you to step into the unknown in order for you to receive the blessing, in order for you to receive the victory. But here, although God told Gideon that he's a mighty warrior, he still doubted God. And he says in verse 15, I, I am the least in my family. I am the least in my family. You know, I want to tell you guys something. What are you going to listen? What are you going to listen to? You're going to listen to people's report about you or you're going to listen to God's report about you? Are you going to keep track of your family record or are you going to keep track concerning the very promises that God has upon your life. 
All right. And as we look to verse 16, the Lord answered and said, I will be with you. Again, he says it again. I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Let me tell you guys something. God is telling mid God is telling Gideon, excuse me, that he's going to do something that Gideon himself does not believe he could do. I want to tell you guys something. I want to ask you guys a question. Do you believe what God tells you? Like, do you believe what God tells you? If God tells you, if God told you, for example, that you would be the one in your family to destroy debt, to destroy lack of finances, will you believe him? You know, once you conti- once you continue to read this passage, you will notice that um, over and over again, Gideon kept asking God, you know, to give him some signs, you know, give him give him some um, um, yes, so give him some sign to see if he's really talking to him. You know what I found funny is actually that. Let me go ahead and um, flip my page here. I want you guys to quickly jump to verse 21, Judges 6, verse 21. And there it says, Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Verse 23. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid. You are not going to die. And I just want to quickly mention here, this is the event that occurred um, right after Gideon went ahead and asked the Lord in verse 17 to give him favor or to show him a sign. And God granted that request to him. You know, God said, all right, I will wait until you return. And um, after he said that to Gideon and after, um, yeah, so after he said that to Gideon, he goes goes ahead and reveals himself to Gideon. And it's so funny because, The whole time, since in verse 12, the Lord was revealing himself to Gideon, but Gideon still did not believe the Lord. Gideon still did not quite believe the Lord. I want you to to know, too, that it's okay for us as Christians, as believers, to ask God for confirmation. Ask God to, um, you know, give us assurance concerning something. But at the end of the day, we have to have, like I mentioned last time in the last episode, we have to have blind faith, okay? The Bible tells us that we must walk by faith and not by sight. We can ask God questions, but there must become there must come a time, excuse me, there must come a time where we can just believe God the first time. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. There must there 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 should be a time, right? that we encounter in our life. If God tells us something once, 
we should believe him the very first time. We don't need him to say it twice. We don't need him to say it three times. We just need that one word from God to believe that he was true, to believe that his word was true concerning what he told us. Now let's go ahead and look in verse 26 here. So after that event occurred, the Lord gave Gideon some instructions. You know, Gideon's dad still had idols at his altar. And God, you know, we all know that God is a jealous God. That God, he does not want us to share him with nobody. God wants us to always put him first place in our lives. And so the Lord told Gideon, you know what? I want you to go, go ahead and destroy and tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole, okay? And he says in verse um, 26, then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. Verse 26, then build a proper altar, proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. I want you guys to understand that when we are stepping into the unknown, I want you to understand that all of the time that you've invested in the presence of God, all of the time that you invested in the word of God, all of the time that you've invested in, pray, in praying to the Lord, those will serve as currencies to, to you in the next season. You know, just like we need money to purchase services and goods, we need prayer as currency. We need time spent in the word of God as currency to allow us to have access um, um, to certain blessings. In the new season okay and so although god loves gideon and although god has a great purpose on gideon's life god still does not want gideon to be um to be connected to false idols god still does not want gideon to be connected to things that are not pleasing in the sight of god the same the very same thing with us god there are certain things that are that are in our life god does not want us to be attached or connected to those things there are certain friends that god does not want us to be attached and connected to them there are certain music that we're listening to god does not want want us to be attached and connected to them there are certain places that we're going to and fro god does not want us to be attached to those locations to be attached to those places and it's not saying that god does not want us to have a, a great and, a, and, and joyful life but god he wants us to have an extraordinary life and so there are times when we say, okay, why isn't God opening this door for me? Why isn't God giving me this spouse? Or why, is this, why isn't God blessing me in my season of singlehood? Why isn't God, you know, blessing me to have a come up? Why isn't God blessing me um, to glow now? You know, all of these things we say. And at times it's not, why is it God? But it's, why is it I, you know? Why am I not concentrating more on positioning myself to you know get the get the blessing that the lord has for me why am i not spending devotional time with the lord devotion time with god why am i not worshiping um god on a daily basis why am i not reading the word on a daily basis why am i not spreading kindness to others on a daily basis why am i not you know being a good samaritan on a daily basis Sometimes we find ourselves always blaming God for something 
But at times it is not God that is keeping us, you know, it is not God that's keeping us away from the blessing. Matter of fact, God wants us to have the blessing. Matter of fact, every blessing that God has ordained for your life are readily made available to you now. They are available. But the problem is, is that we are not in the position to receive them. For example, you have a P.O. box, right? And, you know, family and friends send you a gift or letters um, at the P.O. box. They're there. They're readily available for you. But if you don't put yourself in a position to get into your car and drive to you, to your um, P.O. box, guess what? Those those letters, those gifts, you're not going to have access to them. It's not saying that they're not there. Of course they're there. They're available. But you're not willing to go get them. You're not willing to position yourself to go get them. And it's the same with us too. You know, I am trying to do my best myself personally to position myself in a way where every single blessing that God has with my name on it for me to receive this year, that I'll go get them. Like I'll receive them. That I will receive them by faith because I know that I am detaching myself from everything that is not connected to my purpose, that is not connected to my destiny. You see, God knew all along he was going to allow Gideon to fulfill his purpose. But at the same time, he wanted Gideon to detach himself from the idols of Baal. Although perhaps Gideon himself did not worship them, but just because he was in the presence of the idols did not please God and kept him from the blessings. I want to encourage you guys, you listeners who are listening to the Mastering Singlehood podcast right now, is there something that you're attached to, you're connected to, that you know you have no business to be connected and attached to? Guess what? I encourage you to say, God, help me to break away from this attachment. Help me to break away from this relationship. Help me to break away from the very things that is keeping me from getting every blessing that you have for me with my name on it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on the top of this height. We're still fo focusing right here on verse 26. So, okay, we know that God told Gideon to get away from the false idols, the idols of Baal, the Asher, the, the um, Asherah pole. And then that word proper, that whole phrase actually, proper kind of altar. God is saying here, are you really giving to me a true worship? Are you really truly giving me a true praise? Are you giving me all of you? Are you really truly serving me in the way that you should? Are you naked before me? Are you transparent with me? Are you revealing your real you, like the, 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 the true you to me? Or are you putting a facade? Or are you just seeking me for, for my hand, for what I can give to you? But are you seeking my heart? You know, the Bible didn't say that 
David was a man after God's hand. It said that David was a man after God's heart. You know, the hand of God, if you think about it, does not hold the blessings of God. The blessings of God are found in the heart of God. The blessings are found in the heart of God. When you are searching God's heart, you will always find the blessing and the treasure there. I want us to really understand that this season, when we truly decide within ourselves to like straight up, make it all about Jesus, pursuing God fully, pursuing God, wholeheartedly pursuing God, I'm telling you, there's nothing that could stop you. There's nothing that could stop you from fulfilling the purpose that God has for your life. There's nothing that could stop you from Receiving every blessing that God has for your life. There's absolutely nothing that could stop you. I want for you guys to be encouraged to have a more superior focus on the things of God. When you get your sight on Jesus and the things of God, you'll find great success. That is exactly what happened to Gideon. When Gideon began to take the instructions of the Lord to heart, that is when God was able to give him great success. And I just want to go ahead and um, I just want to go ahead and jump down to um, Judges seven, Judges chapter seven, verse two. I don't want to hold you guys for long. And again, I'm telling you, this is a powerful story right here. I want to encourage you guys to really go ahead and read. Um, Gideon's story in Judges 6, 7, and 8. Chapter 7 here, verse 2, it says, The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into their hands, or Israel would boast against me my own strength. You know, a lot of times... I mentioned it before in the last podcast episode. A lot of times we feel like we don't have enough. Man, I don't have enough support. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough connections. I don't have enough friends. I don't have enough followers. I don't have enough likes. You know, God is saying that, shoot, I don't need you to have all those things. Because if you do have all these things, how can I get the glory out of what I'm going to do in your life? Or what I desire to do in your life? A lot of times we say that we have too little, but God is saying that we have too many. And the word of God even tells us, you know, the one who, who, the one who says that they have too little will even have none. You know, they will even have less than what they already have, as they said was little. And so we need to come into this actualization to know that with God, we have no lack. Whatever God has placed in your hand is enough to elevate you to the next level. It's enough to really connect you 
you know, place you in rooms that you've never imagined that you would be in, you know, give you connections with kings and queens, um, big figure names, you know, that you never thought you would have access to. You never thought that you would connect to. You never thought that would be interested in your business idea. You never thought would be interested in funding your organization and funding your nonprofit. God wants to get the glory out of everything that he's about to do in the month of March in your life. I truly believe that this month will be a groundbreaking month as we master our trust in God, as we position ourselves to say, hey, you know, I have confidence in the unknown because Jesus, he is my confidence. All along, Jesus is my confidence. And if Jesus walks with me, if Jesus walks beside me, then whom shall I fear? What doubt and anxiety should I have? I have all that I need. I have Jesus. There's not a blessing that... I don't have in God. He is full of riches, of blessings, of grace. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. You know, some of us, there are places that we want to see this year. You know, there, there, there are cities that we want to go to this year. Some of you guys, there are books that you want to write this year. You want to release to impact and empower people to change their lives. But yet you, you find yourself still doubting. Oh, how can I do this? Will this book be successful? You know, will this career that I'm about to step into, will I be able to really shine bright there in this society, you know, in, in, in this in this um, company? Over and over and over, we keep saying, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. And time and time again, God is saying, yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's what he was saying to Gideon. I am with you. The very fact that I'm with you means that you can do it. The very fact that I am with you means that you are blessed. The very fact that I'm speaking to you is not me just telling to you that it's going to happen. It's me telling you that it has already happened in the spiritual realm. And it's just a matter of a time for it to manifest in the physical realm. What is God saying to you today? What God, what has God been saying to you lately? Or better yet, what has God been saying to you your entire life? Did you remember what Gideon told Jesus, Gideon told the angel of the Lord? And if you did not yet know, the angel of the Lord is Jesus himself. The angel of the Lord is God himself, is Jesus himself. Let's go back to the to verse 12 again. Let's go back to verse 12 and also verse 13. And it says, When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And verse 13, Gideon says, Pardon me, Lord? Gideon replied, But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? I know some of you guys are saying, Hey, if, God, if Jesus is with me, why am I still in debt? Why have I not yet have a college degree? Why have I not yet been pursued by the by the that by the husband that God has told me would be my husband? Why have I not yet found found peace, you know, within myself? Why am I still struggling? Why am I still unemployed? Why am why am I still unknown? This is, this is what Gideon was saying. 
And I know this is what many of you guys who are listening to the the podcast is saying right now. Should I still hope if it's been that many years and I'm not seeing the promise come to pass? Should I still believe that God told me this very thing if I still have not yet seen it manifested? I mean, God told me this thing 10 years ago and, you know, it's the year 2019 and it still did not come to pass. Am I sure that this is the same God that delivered my family, my relative, that delivered my friends? Is he able to deliver me? This is what Gideon was saying. In verse 14, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Don't miss it. I don't want you to miss it. The Lord said again to Gideon, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Where is God sending you? There is somewhere that God wants to send you. And you yourself, you know that you are weak. You know what what race you come from. You know the class, the ranking of your family. You know your past. You know your failures. You know your aptitude level. You know, you know, the, 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 the level of your intelligence. You know all of these things. You know that you're not the top in your class. You know that you don't you don't have everything figured out. You don't have the connections. You know all of these things. And God is saying, go in your strength. Go in the level of strength that you have. Because guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. The problem is not that you're weak. Matter of fact, I need you to be the way that you are so that you could know yet alone that because I am God who is going with you, I am your confidence. I am the strength that you need. I am the strength that you only need in order to defeat the Midianites, in order for you to defeat that sickness, in order for you to defeat that depression, in order for you to defeat your anxiety. I'm telling you guys, have confidence in the unknown. Jesus is your confidence. I'm telling you, as you grow deeper in your trust in the Lord, Nothing will be able to take your joy away. Nothing will be able to cause you to question God and saying, what if I will never see the promises of God coming to pass in my life? What if I will never be able to get married? What if I will never be able to get that job? What if I will never be able to be debt free? But you must realize that Jesus is your confidence. Jesus is your right-hand man. Jesus is all that you need. He is all that you need. Little with God is not little. God can take your little and make it plenty. I'll say that again. Little with God is not little. God can take your little and make it plenty. As I mentioned, I don't want to keep you guys for long. I greatly encourage you guys to go to Judges chapter 6, 7, 8. There you will find the story of Gideon. I want to go ahead and quickly um, I just want to go ahead and quickly close with this. I want you guys to know that in the end, of course, Gideon defeated the Midianites with only 300 men. 
he started with 22,000 men, which then ended up being 10,000 men, and then finally ended up being 300 men. And with those 300 men, the Lord helped Gideon to defeat the Midianites. And I just want to quickly skip right here to Judges 8, the 8th chapter, verse 22. And I just want to go ahead and read it to you all. And it says this, the Israelites said to Gideon, rule over us, you, your son and your grandson, because you have saved us from the hand of Midian. Verse 23. Which I love very much. But Gideon told them, I will not rule over you, nor will my son rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. And what I love about this is that if you flip back to Judges chapter 7, verse 2, there the Lord said, the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into their hands or Israel would boast against me my own strength. I'm so happy that Gideon, he didn't, he didn't take that victory over his head. He didn't take that win over his head. He remembered what the Lord said. He remembered the Lord said that if he had caused Gideon to have all these men, then Israel, the Israelites would say, oh, it was, it was us. It was us. We didn't need God. But he, he remembered that very thought back in his mind when God said, you know, I can't do that. I can't let all these men accompany you because I want for my, I want to get the glory out of the Gideon. I want to show you that I am the God who is your strength. I am the God who accompanies you. I am the God that is able to make you do big and mighty things. I want to let you guys know that loyalty attracts you to favor, the favor of the Lord and blessing. Loyalty the Lord attracts you to the favor and the blessings of the Lord. But also humility. Humility is such a powerful thing in the eyes of God. When you could sit and remember all of the goodness of the Lord towards you throughout your life, that just moves the heart of God to the next level. God is always ready to say, oh man, my daughter, she remembers what I did to her back in 2013. She remember how I healed her of this terminal disease. She remember how I took her out of a poverty. She remember how I anointed her. She remember how I gave her a great purpose that she is now walking into. God wants you to always remember all of the things that he's done. You know, there are times where we could neglect the things the very things that God has blessed us with the very thing that God has done for us we could never neglect them though we have to come back and tell and, and come back to our senses and say hey God blessed me in the past God has delivered me in the past and because he has delivered me in the past he can deliver me in the future he can deliver me even now but at the same time, just because you're lacking or struggling in a certain area, that does not mean for you to not praise God for all that he's done. In fact, all that he's done should give you great encouragement for all that he's doing even now, for all that he's about to do in your life. As you walk into the unknown, go back and see how God has, ha, has delivered you from all the things that he delivered you from. Go back and see all of the things that you thought were, were impossible then that he made possible. Be confident in the unknown. Be confident in the unknown. The Lord says, I will be with you. I will be with you. You have to believe that God is with you. He is walking with you in this new season. He is walking with you in this season of the unknown.
There's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to fear. There are great blessings waiting for you. God has great blessings waiting for you, my friend. He has an amazing month of March awaiting for you. He has an amazing 2019 awaiting for you. He has amazing opportunities and blessings waiting for you. But you won't receive them if you don't step out into the unknown and know that God is with you and he's telling you to get up just like he told Gideon. He told Gideon, get up. You will, you will strike down the Midianites. God is saying, whatever it is that you're fearful of right now, he's already given you the strength to strike it down and have victory. I pray and hope that you guys were greatly blessed on this, new, on this podcast episode titled Confident in the Unknown. I pray that it encouraged you, that it empowered you to walk into the unknown, knowing that God, he is with you. And he has already gone before you. And that with him, nothing is impossible. Truly, nothing is impossible with God. If there was something that you thought that was too big, too difficult, too impossible, let me tell you, this year, you will fulfill it. Because guess what? If you're positioning yourself to be all about Jesus, to really walk with God, I'm telling you, nothing will be impossible for you. The way you the way you saw yourself and, and the way you saw yourself in the beginning of this year will not be the way that you finish it. If you if you found yourself starting the year not on a good note, not on the right track, I'm telling you, get back into position. Get back into the arms of God. Get back into the heart of God. Get back into spending time of devotion to the Lord. And I'm telling you, the end of the year will be exceptional. The end of the year will be epic. I'm telling you, so much thing could happen in a year. Because God is able to do great things in such a little amount of time. Remember, a little that you have, the little that you have is plenty in the eyes of God. He only needs a little to work with to do great and extraordinary things in your life. So I hope that you guys were encouraged and blessed by this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave me a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. And also, inbox me. Comment down below on my Instagram page at JLP Network. <laughs> um, you can find me at JLP Network on Facebook and on Instagram. It's it's underscore underscore JLP. Let me know what you loved about this podcast episode. Also, comment down below any topics that you want me to discuss in regards to singlehood, relationships, Mastering your trust in the Lord, your spiritual walk with God, how you can better connect with the Lord and all that good stuff. Okay. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out.